Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to Support Creative Souls Podcast, highlighting and supporting inspiring creatives, plus a few shoe stories to help kick up your innovative journey. Hosted by me, Stephanie V. I'm so excited. We're here again at our WeCo workspace in Midtown Houston, and I have an amazing guest like I always do. All my guests are amazing, but today is super special. I want to introduce to you Erin Creeks, hey. aka Miss Independent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Erin, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> so as you set me up, <laughs> I'm the creator of uh, Miss Independent. It's a women events and um, entertainment brand. I've been doing it for about nine years. Yes. Um, and then I've also been acquiring all kinds of other skills and doing stuff, you know, on the side, uh, like social media strategist, copywriter, content creator, and blending those two worlds and um, just trying to help find ways to tell better stories and support women in business while doing it. So for those who have not attended a Miss Independent event, tell us a little bit about what these events entail and also, or, or talk about how you just celebrated nine years. I mean, that is an amazing accomplishment because some of us can't even get to two. <laughs> some of us can't even get to six months. But nine years as an entrepreneur, like that's amazing, Erin. So tell us a little about what your events entail. Sure. Um, so I guess to give you a little bit of backstory to let you know how the progression of the events that we now sure. have work. Um, so as you said, nine years, 2010, July 10th, um, I was sitting in my apartment on my couch, which also doubled as a bed and table and everything else. <laughs> we all been there. Right? Um, and I was fresh out of a breakup and um, I had gone to school in Florida. So when I came back home, mm -hmm. I didn't have um, a network of people. Everyone I knew was scattered around. So I got in this relationship, still hadn't got out. And once the relationship was over, I felt stranded. Like I right. don't have... Um, friends, I don't have anywhere to go, nothing to do. Yeah. So I found meetup.com, which is how we got started actually as a meetup group for about the first four or five years. Mm -hmm. And initially it was just me inviting people to come to other events or go to a restaurant or something. Sure. And then I started to see that there was more of a need for um, a little bit more time and attention and detail going into the event because I, I'm a natural introvert and I wanted to support other introverts and feeling comfortable to come out. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started to actually host my own events. And it was simple brunches, lunches, um, come and do like crafty stuff. So fast forward to where we are now, I have my signature event called Hashtag Girls Night Out. It's the biggest event I do every year. It was actually a brand launch when mm -hmm. we transitioned from meetup to business. And it was a one-time thing. I had 115 people, uh, women show up that I didn't know that actually were not associated with Miss Independent. Yeah. And I was so surprised by that. And the premise was just creating Instagrammable moments so that people would share and it would get our name out there faster. And from there it grew and our last event, which was hosted last month actually, was an interactive immersive art experience. Yes, and I'm so sad because I missed that event. <laughs> of course, I wasn't here. Aww. But um, I heard it was amazing and you had a great turnout and 
Yes, it was um, a it was a labor of love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys think that you just show up and it's just like, oh, she just put it together. But I know this woman has been working very, very hard just to put one event together. So it seems like yeah. it doesn't take a long time, whatever, but there's no. a lot of work that goes into it. Right? It was a year. It was a year of study and traveling to other um, of these immersive art experiences. We had a few in Houston, but I wanted to see who's doing it really well. Yeah. Um, and literally walking in there and like touching the walls and looking <laughs> to see what did they use and how they put things together yeah. and talking to the staff. And then the actual implementation, we only had two weeks. We had a space for a month, 7,000 square foot space. Um, I had two weeks to get everything together. Of course, mm. things don't go to plan. So you're like, let's change and do this. It'll be simple sure. and easy. And that's the one that took me two weeks. I was leaving the venue from three in the morning to six in the morning every day for two weeks, getting everything set up. But I mean, it always looks like, oh, it was simple and easy. And that's what I want. Cause I yeah. want people to feel like, you know, this was fun and exciting, but I might have shaved off a few years off my life, but expectancy. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was fun. We had an actual chef um, yeah. there cooking, making uh, tortillas, and then we had, of course, the cocktails. And the people came into eleven different art installations. They're all designed so to be cool. insta I'm so sad I missed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully. Well, I know she's gonna have more, so stay mm -hmm. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I have staff of people to help, <laughs> I'm doing. There's some things I will not do again, but. But the intention behind every event, whether it's a pop-up or a culinary crawl or a big massive event like this, is I want people to have a different kind of experience yeah. where they walk out saying, you know, of all the things I'll do this month, that's the most memorable. Or I learned something about myself. Maybe even I can talk to people and it's totally okay. Yeah. Um, I always want people to leave having something. Well, I know when I attended the one last year, I did meet some people that just came up to me like, oh, how'd you hear about the event? Mm -hmm. Or, oh, have you tried this? Or, oh, you know, you're just kind of all looking at some of the vendors. And it is a great, you don't think about it, but it is a great way to meet different people who are actually too looking for other people to mingle with or friends or, you know, it's it's hard. And I know I've yeah. been in the same boat. Um, most of my friends are in LA or New York or Atlanta. And I'm just kind of like, here, of course I have my family, but we all know we can only hang with our family occasionally mm -hmm. before they get on your nerves. And um, so I feel like that really is what makes your events different is because a lot of people promote like, oh, I'm having this event and you guys yeah. come, you guys come. But I'm always afraid to jump in the car and just be like, oh, you know, I don't know anybody here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. so it, it's it's hard to get in, to take that first step. You it know, is. first of all, it's hard to get dressed up. It then is. to know like if you're not going to be heading to a party that's like going to be good or not. At least I know with whatever event Aaron is putting on, it's going to be a really good time and it's worth your outfit because we all know we hate wasting an yes. outfit for something that's just not that's it Instagrammable. That's it. <laughs> no, that's, that's, it's true though, but that's again that goes back to why I always have an intention with every event because I've been there where you waste the outfit, the gas, yeah. parking, yep. especially in some parts of Houston, yeah. and you get there to be there in less time than it took you to, to drive to the location. And I, I always want to just be mindful of it took so much, especially for some women that aren't getting out, it took so much for you to get in the car. Yeah. It took so much for you to put it all together, mm -hmm. regardless of what you're going through. Like, I want to honor that and make sure you have a good experience. So is that how you feel like Miss Independent is kind of transitioning lives like in Houston and maybe other people that are visiting Houston or have just moved? I mean, how do you feel like you're touching people? I definitely feel like I'm touching people going back to really just the experience component. Um, 
I don't know who's coming in. I don't know what they're coming in with. I don't know, yeah. you know, what you're going through. And I always try to approach it like if you've had a terrible week or you're going through something, can there be something in this that is going to support you and give you a little bit more hope? If sure. not, make a connection or answer a question that you've been asking. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like when you put that energy out there, I'm not responsible for how it comes to you, but mm -hmm. I can still be responsible for setting the stage to get you where you want to go. I just believe everybody connects in some way um, to, to support each other and serve each other. Yeah. And so that was always the intention from the beginning. Initially, it was for single women because that's the season <laughs> I was, I'm was i still in. But, <laughs> but that's okay. Right? It's okay. It's going to be all right. Um, but the, the focus now is for all women because yeah. I started to see this influx of like single moms yeah. who just kind of feel like there's the weight of the world on me, but I don't have a lot of support and I don't have time for myself. Right. And I don't know where to go anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't know what is, I don't know what the cool place is. I don't want to be mm -hmm. at the club, exactly. but I want to go to a nice event where I can meet other people and look great and get out with yeah. a great swag. Yeah, and get out of my own head and it's just like, yeah. if this is that one event, I want that to be worth it. So I started to look in, at different things, like what's uh, a way to support someone who's a single mom or maybe just single or married and happy, but just needs to get away, you know? Yeah. So my intention with all the events is just to really nurture and care for women. And that's why some of them are smaller and then some of them are a little bit Larger. bigger, yeah. you know, depending on what you want. but. Um, realizing it or not, a lot of women that are in Houston are, are not native to Houston. Yeah. A lot of them are moving from some other place and to be uprooted and plopped down here, it's very jarring regardless yeah. of, you and know. Houston's a big city, so. It's huge. So, yeah. You can drive an hour and still be in Houston. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and, and that's the other thing is just kind of acting as a guide to show women around the city and things that they can do. And it's, it's so great. I've had some times where we've gone and done something at somewhere. And I'll keep seeing in my feed on Facebook, like they back again. They back again. <laughs> you know, check, check. Right? I'm like, I'll get up for you. <laughs> that is success. That right. is like, it's, I mean, you know, it's small steps of success are just like the greatest things ever. And yes. not to say that that's small, but just saying like, okay, we're, we're in the right, I'm, I'm in the going in the right direction. I've, mm -hmm. you know, I've captured what I want to capture, basically. Exactly. So let's talk about Erin Creeks. Um, obviously, you're known as Miss Independent, but there's you as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, where did that come from? Have your are your parents entrepreneurs, or did you just start out? You know, where did it come from, basically? I would love to know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> no, both of my parents actually recently retired. They both mm -hmm. each worked. 30 years in one job. Mm -hmm. um, very much believe I should do the same. Don't understand what I do or, yeah. or see the validity of it most times. And it's always like, you know, you have your up and ups and downs and yeah. you're not always going to be like financially just doing the best. Sure. And so the second so that hits, it's know like, that. when you get in a real job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's been a little bit of a, a struggle in that regard. Um, but entrepreneurship prior to this, funny enough, for nine years prior to this, I was a Pilates instructor and personal trainer. Yeah, and, and I never knew that about Erin until like one time she posted something on her <laughs> Instagram and it was like a post like, wait, what? I right. wrote that, I have no idea. And that was like crazy. Yeah, and I mean, it's. I thought that that was a thing I was gonna do, but even yeah. that was entrepreneurial because I had to go find the clients, create Sure. My, I had at one time um, Pilates machines and set up in my home. Really? Yeah, so I, I thought that's what I was gonna do. I just <laughs> feel like that's how my mind works. I've actually never worked 
for anyone else for longer than a year. Mm -hmm. And it's various reasons, you know, either I leave or the company gets sold, but in some way I either feel like either I had to move or I got moved, but I was never meant to stay. Yeah. And so entrepreneurship just felt like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. And so it just transitioned from my focus being on educating and encouraging and supporting women to understand their bodies and how awesome and powerful they are to understanding how awesome and powerful you are just in general. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing it in a different way. But in terms of entrepreneurship, I just don't feel like I'm wired to work for someone else told me you're totally unemployable in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, it's like I had a job working for a um a clothing store one day and I absolutely was terrible at it. Um, I was horrible at the cash register and I finally walked in one day and the lady was like, we're going to have to let you go. And I was like, what? I had never been fired from a job. <laughs> and she said, yes, your schedule does not work with our schedule. And I said, oh, okay then, I get it. And as an entrepreneur, like you just get it. You know, yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, you're right. This was not working and yeah. I know it and I know where I need to be. And that's not what the full-time job, you know, selling some clothes. It just was not my yeah. forte. When you feel it and you know it, yeah. you're just like, there's just something about this structure that just does not speak to me. Yeah, and we, we hear a lot about that, especially um, people of color. Um, I know Mexicanos is like, our parents are always like, well, are you going to get a real job? Are you going to get a real job? When are you going to get your job? Uh, go to school, go to school, go to school. And then you're like this creative, you're this artist, you're this, you know, and they don't understand. And, you know, that's part of like my job is to kind of show them like all of these different type of career paths. Mm-hmm so that they can understand that it's okay and you can be successful at what you do. Um, But it's hard because they, you know, they first want you to take that straight path. And, um, you know, it's it's not always the straight path that gets you to where you wanna be, obviously. And especially here with Aaron, it's like, you've been doing this. A lot of it, you know? But that started because in school, I did well in school, A's and all that, I was always in extracurriculars. And so the idea was do well in school so that you can get a good job. And yeah. after I, I graduated and I got my diploma, I'm like, all right, good job. <laughs> yeah. No one will no hire one me because I need experience. I'm like, yeah. well, what was the degree for? And that was my first time being disillusioned that the system I've been fed doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. And that's basically what Follow My Feet is trying to change is that we need to start preparing the youth mm-hmm in seventh and eighth grade before we're getting even to high school to actually know what they're passionate about right. and so you can follow a career in that so you can make money by the time you graduate i'm not saying don't go to school but by the time you graduate you already know what you want to do yeah you know and it's not like now you got to go out and find you that well i, I majored in communication yeah what is that what? <laughs> <laughs> and now i got a degree there's no jobs for yeah okay okay well whatever but um so i would say some of the challenges for you have been gosh there's been a lot if i had to whittle it all down though and yeah. say that the root it's it's been confidence honestly um because i think that i've had a lot more of a skill set than i've been aware of it's just that I had to go learn it by doing, and I didn't sit in class and learn yeah. it. And especially making that transition and realizing, I think you're gonna be an entrepreneur. Like you just yeah. don't do well with other people. Um, you know, we're being trained all our lives to be an employee. Yeah. And the mindset of an employee is not the mindset of a CEO. And so having to break that down and understand, um, you're not meant to work 10, 12, 30, you know, whatever crazy hours that's the idea of if i'm if i'm at a nine to five and i put in extra time as a sure. good little employee 
But for me, I would like I hit so many burnouts mm -hmm. with the idea that I have to work really hard and working hard means success. And then it didn't. Yeah. Um, the confidence to know that I can get out there initially when I started Miss Independent, I thought I could be in the background on the computer and creating all these images and then they'll just show up. And then I realized, no, they really want to see you. Yep. And then it's like, well, that wasn't the bargain. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I so, don't want to be out there. <laughs> yeah. And the more I had to put myself out there, the more I worked, but the more I had to accept and realize why do they even want you there? There's something they're seeing yeah. that you don't see in yourself. And then you have to start digging and pulling back layers. And, you know, if you don't have that confidence, it's hard to go out there and market or believe in what you're saying or go bigger. Right. Yeah. And with every and step, it just gets... You know, once you're like, oh, I'm good. I'm confident now. It's yeah. Like, oh, there's another level. Now you got to deal sure. with this. Yeah. I mean, and that's with that's with every single thing that we do as entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. It's just is finding that confidence. I mean, even with this, like I, you know, I didn't know how to set anything up, or I didn't, you know, how to do. I didn't know how to start it. But it's just once you take that first step. Yeah. You know, you you slowly start building in. You're like, is this the right thing to do? And then someone says, I love what you do, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, really? little by little, right. right? It's little by little you start that confidence. Well, it doesn't just come to you. Oh, some people it does, but that's not necessarily um, the right way. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think getting away from the that right way thing too when i first started of course i'm like everybody being an entrepreneur reading every article every podcast every everything and it's like you have to get up at 5 a.m and it should be hard and it should be these mm. things and it's like but i no, no one's getting up at 5 a.m no i'm mm. like i don't go to bed until <laughs> you know two right no yeah. exactly i'm a night owl and i do things this way yes. and it was just getting away from that that my favorite quote is like, don't should yourself. Like, yep. it's just all that should, 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 should. And I finally got to a point, I'm like, this works for me. And it yeah. doesn't seem to work for other people. And I don't really care if this is what works for me. And I have to be a little bit more confident because quickly and along the way, I've had to just get jobs just to pay the bills. Sure. Yeah. But what I was always learning when I would get that job is that my boss would see all these great qualities in me that I wasn't seeing. And of course, exploiting it for the business. And then you see when they, you know, go and send the invoice, like, that's what I'm worth. Yeah. Crazy. Know your worth, guys. Yeah. Yes, that's so true. And yeah. I know that a lot of my friends have said that as well. But like, wait a minute, I could be charging that. Right. And I'm over here in their baby. Yeah. What? Yeah. But um, so tell us what is next for Aaron Creeks. I know you are. You just finished doing your ebook. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little about that, where oh. we're going to be able to find it and the launch, I guess, if you even have that. <laughs> I'm like pushing your information. No, <laughs> it's even I, that far yet. Literally 48 hours. ErinCreeks.com has existed. So by the time this airs, it'll be, it'll yeah. have already existed. It, so. It's there, it's there. But it was really like a surreal moment to just be like, I'm gonna really put my name on a, a domain. Like yeah. that's a thing. I think with Miss Independent, I, I have really evolved my identity so much in the work of doing Miss Independent. And it's not that it's, it's something I wanna stop doing. I just started to realize you've gotta start to separate yourself sure. a little bit. Um, because Miss Independent is to me uh, something that is very near and dear to my heart and it's it's how I got started, but it's not all that I am. Yeah. And I started to not make the distinction and just feel like that's it. So moving over into, okay, well then who is Erin? Um, what do I do? What do I stand for? Uh, a lot of times, as I mentioned, I've had to get you know side jobs and that's where all of the social media strategy that I've, I've learned and implemented for my own platform other people want those skills. Other people want that information. Yeah. 
And I think it goes back to me being Pilates instructor. I am a teacher, whether mm-hmm. I realized it or not, and early on. And you're I, good at it. Yeah, yeah, because I take so much time, all those years of being the quiet girl watching people. <laughs> I've, I've learned. Because they're like, quiet anymore. No, but they're like, you're so quiet. I'm like, I'm figuring you out. Um, but all that time in figuring out how people think and how they work and the little subconscious things that we're not even aware of, all that helps with marketing. And all that helps me to tap in and understand my audience, but it also helps me to then take that information and then create social strategies or other for marketing other strategies. Yeah, for other people. And so it was like, it's like the light bulb, ding, ding, ding. It's, yeah. It, or, or I like I always say, it's like purpose. Like, yeah. Once you find your purpose, it's mm-hmm. just like everything just flows. It does, and it comes to you really quickly. Yeah. And, and so for me, it was just seeing all of the the products out there, particularly Instagram. Everybody loves Instagram. It's one of the fastest growing yes. platforms, but that yeah. means it's also the most competitive. Yeah. And they miss that. And so everyone's like, how do I make prettier pictures and how do I get more followers? And I'm like, do you even need more followers? Why do you care about followers? I thought you wanted sales. sales. Yeah. And so it was a lot of things that I just thought people just don't get it because they just blindly follow a strategy without understanding the thought process behind it because there isn't one. So I put that together in an ebook. It's called the um, Side Hustlers Guide to Instagram. Um, And it is available at erincreeks.com. I can't wait. I need it. And it's, I wanted to implement a strategy that I, I know will be effective, but more than that is I wanted to get people thinking, if you need to tweak the strategy, just know why and just understand and feel confident. I even put two videos in there, one of them just talking about why we need to be doing more videos because that's the way of the future. But a lot of people know that. They just won't do it because they're not comfortable. Yeah. And so I was like, all this strategy is nothing. All this strategy means nothing if you don't feel comfortable in front of the camera. So I was like, I'm going to make a video just for that. So it's a lot of, I feel like, right brain, left brain information. But I want to make people not only feel like they have better information, but now they have a better understanding mm-hmm. and they feel more confident to take action. And that's what I put in the ebook. Hopefully by now I've had more products, but my my approach to social media strategy, content curation, marketing in general is you have to give people the confidence that their story has value and that there are other people that can get value from it. Mm. And so they'll tell that story. But as long as you keep shoving strategy down their throat and making them think there's one way to do it, and if right. you haven't discovered the one way, you're not going to be successful. Right. And it's disempowering, and I don't want that for people. Yeah, I yeah. think, and, it, and I feel like, Instagram has hit that point where that's kind of where people are right now. Yes. Like, do I get 20,000 followers or, you know, like the girl that had a million followers and she couldn't sell one t-shirt. Yeah. So, 2. you know, 2.6 million. Right. So there's, Crazy. this is going to be a great book for you guys. And I'm really excited that you shared it. Can we say how much it's going to be? Or is it? It's because it's my first one. It's only $25. Only $25. It won't Damn. happen again. But this is, <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's new and I do want to kind of get my name out there. Yeah. But I'm going to have other things that come along. But for right now, it's just a really simple, easy course to get you in. But um, I'm going to have a lot of other opportunities, workshops, and things that I'm going to integrate with the Miss Independent audience. We did a poll. Over 80% of the audience is either side hustlers, uh, business owners, or they are trying to have a personal brand. So this helps anyone if you're thinking about going out on your own or you have a full-time job, but you want supplemental income or you are an entrepreneur. So that's awesome. Well, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I need it for myself because I'm all over the place. And um, mm-hmm. so it would be great to like key in. Yeah. 
and do some more strategy. Mm. <laughs> so let's move on to talk about our shoes. Um, I tell everybody, do you have a shoe story or a favorite go-to shoe? And you told me that the ones you're wearing are? The ones I'm wearing, these oh. are... Uh, pick, can you pick your foot up just a little? Yeah. Uh, I always show mine. I'm wearing these leg. little cute wedges here. Kenneth Cole, whatever. <laughs> They're not that fabulous. But these are... These are Gap. Cute. And my aunt works at Gap. So she uh, frequently, whenever we come over for our Sunday dinners on, um, it's I think once every other month, yeah. um, she just bought me these shoes. And at first I was like, hmm, wear this, that's yeah. not my style. And then I threw them on rushing off the house one day. I'm like, oh my God, I love them. <laughs> they go with my outfits, but I'm at that point. Um, so I turned 35 this year and this is the Pilates instructor and me understanding just uh, how heels affect your alignment. I'm yeah. starting to have more joint issues and pain and weird things than I ever used to. So I'm like, I need some support. I'm flat footed, um, but I want to look good. Yeah. And this is what I got. I don't like to show my toes. I don't get pedicures. So, um, yeah, those, are these are what you call the fancy loafers because you can dress them up or dress them down. You can wear skirts, mm -hmm. you can wear shorts, you can wear, you know, anything. And it just is a great shoe to, to incorporate whatever style you're going with. Um, you know, exactly. especially, it's a great office shoe, but then you could wear that out at night with your mm -hmm. pants, you know, a little skirt or whatever you want to do. So I yeah. love them and I love that they're suede and I love that color. Yeah, they're my in-between. I guess if you had to say a story, I, from all the years that I was a flies instructor, I wore flip-flops like every day. I didn't wear shoes. Mm. I didn't actually start wearing high heels until I had an office job at like 28 or so. And then I discovered I truly do not like heels <laughs> at all. I don't know how people wear these. So I didn't have a, a lot of confidence, especially when I was first getting out networking because I had heels on. Mm -hmm. And my ankle would do this weird like shake thing. Shoot. I think the, the muscles were just being like, stretched and right. not comfortable. And so that affected, you know, my confidence in me walking. And I, I put too much thought into like the, the shoe, shoe and then that one's a shoe and oh wait you got to get the purse so you can put the flats in there and all of that yeah and so now i'm at the point where i'm like i need to focus on what i'm doing these are my shoes yeah and now the style is like i wear sneakers as my flip my flip-flops are sneakers are my new flip-flops mm -hmm. so i feel like a flat it just is a go-to now mm -hmm. and i know in the shoe industry it's like they've created 500 million different ways to make a flat look like a heel basically right. as cute as a heel i want to say but um it's just more comfort it's more com everyone's doing more comfort over yeah. you know sex wanting to be sexy or wanting to be these big ass you know excuse my language um anyway i like your shoes thank you i like them too. so i'm gonna ask you it's a reoccurring question what would you tell a creative who is currently where you were five years ago man <laughs> I feel like we get the same because everybody's like, oh, God, five years ago, I have to count back where I was five years right. ago. Uh, ironically, I feel like I am where I was five years ago because okay. things are cyclical. And even though you're always being elevated, there's always that new level where you have to then re-examine, re-question. Yeah. And some things do resurface. Sure. So um, for me, what I would tell the creative five years ago slash current moment is... Um, there is no right or wrong. Everything is just the meaning that you assign to it. And that can change constantly with, yeah. with everything. So do what is feeling good to you in the moment. It is not right or wrong, it is your path. You will not be successful at everything. Um, you know, Success and failure are parallel. 
you're going to have to experience both, but there's no right or wrong. Just try, just start and, you know, know that regardless of how it feels in the moment and it's just never ending, it, it will get better, but you have to keep trying. You have to keep experimenting and in that it's not right or wrong, it's not good or bad, and no one can tell you that it is, not even you, things do change. <laughs> but you know, listen to yourself and, and don't be so hard on yourself. So where can we find you at, Erin, on social media? Your plug. <laughs> so you can find- I know where you can find you, but where can everyone else find you? So Miss Independent, uh, it's, okay, so the spelling. Miss Independent is M-S-I-N-D, spelling independent. Um, GP, and I say that stands for Girl Power. It actually stood for group at the time, but now I can't change it. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Miss Independent GP on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then Erin Creeks, just Erin Creeks, E-R-I-N-C-R-E-E-K-S on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then um, the website is missindependent.net. And Aaron is AaronCreeks.com. And that's where we can purchase the ebook as well, right? Yes, that's where you can purchase the ebook. I also have other services, consultations um, for events, as well as social media marketing. Awesome. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us at Support Creative Souls. You awesome. are an amazing person, amazing entrepreneur, and you just blessed us with so much information today. And I hope viewers, you go out and buy this ebook because it can take your platforms to another level. And if you just need consulting from Erin, she's available as well. Always for help. So um, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Comida Caliente Salsa. If you haven't bought your bottle, you're missing out on some tasty, tasty salsa. And also Fragrances of Wine. Get to their website and pick out a perfume that's great for you. And We Co-Work Space, thank you again for sponsoring our location. You can find us, YouTube, our new YouTube page. So we need subscribers. Go subscribe. And on Instagram, Support Creative Souls. And Facebook, Support Creative Souls. And I am Stephanie Vada. Thank you again for joining us. Support Creative Souls. Aaron, that's all. That's all for Support Creative Souls podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned for next time and make sure and follow us on social media at Support Creative Souls. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.